Wanna know where is my tool bucket? Who took it from me? Broke into my house that night and stole from me. Using up little torches, quite insanity. Then got a rock and threw it through the window, the back door window. Snuck into the house, that foolish bucket full. Took it to the pawn shop, took it money. Need your hands here now. Hey, dude, man. Coolest thing around. Got my show now. You're my hands right now. This is Adam Sheffield. Welcome to American Heritage Center Radio, home of the Property Therapy and Talent Development Program. Welcome to the Property Therapy Show, where you take care of the property. And the property takes care of you. This is all about uh, helping people become who they can be and the most interesting show on the radio. And it's the way of life for a free people. So I'm going to play some violin for you today, Romanian folk songs by Bela Bartok. And then we're waiting for Tony Richardson, one of our correspondents, faith orientation correspondents, to call in and tell us about the Sukkot festival that he's he's at right now and so here's some let's play some violin and uh so it's it's been a rough it's been a rough week doing property therapy so thank thank goodness for some violin rebuilds the morale of the property therapist all right adam's heading over to the uh performance area here at the property therapy show american heritage center turn over to adam Music affects the morale of the property therapist, so we've been working really hard this week, so let's take a break and play some violin. Here's the Romanian folk dances, movement one. This reminds me of open air. John said open air, and but I'll play it. What do you think this reminds you of? <laughs> movement two this this so what whatever that reminds you of the first movement write, write it down in the comments below I think it, it kind of reminds me of dwarfs like mining in the earth it has a heaviness to it and a beauty to it at the same time this one reminds me of nymphs um, fairies flying around
This one's the ghost movement with lots of false harmonics. And we dedicate this movement to the paranormal investigator we had on the show that episode. <laughs> This next one is, I like this one. This next one is called, I would call it the, the Wailing Wall. This is the movement four. I'm playing the Bach, or this is Bartok's Romanian folk dances. American, Amer, our American heritage is really where the melting pot of the world. So this is uh, one of the cultures that we've had that's part of America. This is the Romanian folk dances. The Wailing Wall, I call it. very Schindler's list of wailing to it. This next one's fifth movement. I, I like this, it's a dance, and uh, we'll dedicate this to the uh, Amish episode, because it sounds has kind of like a dance to it, that you think of the Amish um, country dances. Thank you. 
And then we close with a glorious, glorious, we'll call this the, the Ripley. an inspirational uh, figure for me in my life. So I'll dedicate this performance to, Roma, to Ro Romanian folk dances to Anthony Maiello. Love you. All right. This is years a feast. This Thanksgiving feast will wallop the wallet. Inflation is real. Thanksgiving 2021 could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday the 20% more than ever higher in um, Caroline Huffy Hoffman is already stashing canned pumpkin in her kitchen of her Chicago apartment when she finds some for under a dollar. So this is, I've never seen anything like it. I've been running sweet potatoes for 30 or 39 years. I don't know what the answer is, but the end, it's all going to get passed on to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So inflation is here to stay, John. Yeah, we've always been the land of plenty, and it's always been uh, cheap. You know, just for the amount of money you can make and the, and the price of your basic food necessities, it's, it's always been pretty affordable. For many cooks, the biggest expense will be the turkey. By the end of the year, market analysis say prices per pound will likely surpass the record department of agricultural betmark price for turkeys set at $1.36 per pound in 2015. So it's going to go past that. So this is due to the COVID games that people are uh, bottle, bottlenecking the transportation of, of property and goods and materials. Mm -hmm. It's like the labor shortage has spilled out into the rest of the economy, and you're seeing parts shortages and uh, you know trucking shortages, um, just getting things from point A to point B. And then uh, do you have the supplies you need to run your business, you know, and all other businesses, not just... Uh, the chips that were uh, in short supply for the automakers and things. It's uh, just that lack of supply chain is uh, spread out into other industries. So in addition to the high prices of um, for goods and materials and Thanksgiving meal, we also have the uh, some more unfortunate news. The CDC says some 
individuals can now get or should now get the fourth COVID shot. How's that? Can I just get my fourth one uh, if I didn't have my first three? Or does that count as my first? Uh, I'm not sure. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention said in updates that the some immunocompromised people who have received either the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccines will be able to get a fourth shot now. So people over 18 who are moderately to severely immunocompromised and have received three doses of the mRNA vaccine may get a fourth shot. And it is agreed to sell up to... Anyway, so there's somebody that we talked to. I I talked to somebody around here or that... uh, said uh, she's a nurse for 30 years in the hospital here in uh, Jackson County. And she says, I don't want to get the vaccination. I don't want to. But I've got 30 years in the system. I'm about to retire. Mm-hmm. I could lose it all. What, 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 what should I do? And I, 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 said, and we've t- I said, what we talk about on the show is first start by getting your blood tested. Mm-hmm. Go to a doctor to get yourself blood tested. And if that doesn't work, maybe learn how to use Photoshop. <laughs> Didn't hear it here though. For for well, you get your blood tested for yeah yeah. yeah. I, I know what you're saying. For the antibodies, so you get the antibodies and uh, say, hey, I've that's my body's built-in vaccination because it's stronger than yours. So yeah, so yeah, you get your blood tested, and then um, and then if you've got the percentage higher, then suffi- if you're sufficient, mm-hmm. then you then you should then take that to your employer, and then. And then you file it into the, if they then dismiss you, then you file unequal protection. You file the, mm-hmm. the uh, constitutional violation, and you say if, this, if she's employed in a government hospital, so you say the government policy is not being consistent because they're letting all the migrants in and not testing them. But they're hassling me, Right. Mm-hmm. So this is the way. This is the when you the way that this is the golden arrow that you fire at the administration for playing political games for for trying to uh, hassle people that aren't their voters. <laughs> That's what it amounts to. Well, it's been <clears throat> it's been pretty disappointing because you know at first they said you get your uh, your vaccination you don't have to wear your mask anymore, and then then they said if you get your vaccination you won't get sick. And then they said, if you get your vaccination, you won't be in the hospital with COVID. And they said, if you get your vaccination, you won't die from COVID. I mean, how many things do they have to be wrong about before people just say, say, hey, this this isn't working like it was supposed to. Maybe mm-hmm. it is helping some people. It's probably good for some people, it seems. But let's do some more research and figure out exactly what's going on and who it's good for and who maybe might not need it because they've got the antibodies. So, the, so the, there's those are some things in the news. It looks like Tony's calling in right now. But here he is, Tony Richardson. Hey, Tony. Okay, this is one of our – we are joined by one of our correspondents to the Property Therapy Show, Tony Richardson. And uh, he's at a Faith Orientation Revival – and uh, it's great having you with us, Tony. We just got done uh, recording Bela Bartok's violin, uh, a piece uh, for called Romanian Folk Dances. And um, part of the the importance of property therapy is uh, is being able to relax in music and uh, faith orientation ju- rejuvenates your your morale, doesn't it, Tony? Oh yes, absolutely. I love I loved um, 
going into uh, a moment of contemplation, listening to uh, some beautiful music that will uh, soothe the soul. And it's always a, a, a great um, honor to have such a great gift that the Father's given us all to be able to uh, search out the arts and, and, and pursue music. Uh, music is such a, a fabulous um, uh, avenue uh, to pursue uh, all kinds of do doors become open as you know Adam you, you being um, a master at music yourself so it uh, it seems to open doors for all kinds of things you know it's uh, it's a venue for many other avenues things in life that you can pursue um, it opens the doors to many other arts even as well not just music but you know dancing and so on and so forth but I'm over here right now um, in a place where we, we just, I sent you a video of some, um, not necessarily Hebrew music, but uh, definitely, it was the ironic blessings, what they were singing about um, Yahovah, uh, make, make his face shine upon you and, and bring you peace. And so this is the ironic blessing that is an all-encompassing prayer that is uh, really phenomenal and it's really nice. Uh, I'm here with uh, two friends of mine right now I just want to, so, so say hello, say hello ladies, we're on the live radio right hello. now. Hello! Okay, so we're here in Lebanon, this is Audrey, say hi Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Audrey. Where are you from Audrey? Uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota, and where are you from? Princess Rose, Minnesota. Okay, there we go, we have a couple uh, guests here that are also here coming just to enjoy the Feast of Tabernacles, so uh, where we come, come and celebrate the Sukkot, it's also called the Tabernacles. Uh, go ahead, Adam. Yeah, so, okay, so you're in the foothills of Missouri right now, right? Absolutely, yes, we are. And now, for those that are unacquainted with the the meaning of Sukkot, what is that? Okay, Sukkot, um, let me let me have uh, Sister Audrey, she can explain it much better. Let me put her on, hold on. What is Sukkot? Sukkot is uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, where you tabernacle out in the wilderness. Uh, it is a... What's a tabernacle? Tabernacle is like a... Dwelling. There we go. Temporary right. dwelling. Right. Thank you, brother. And so um, it's not only from Leviticus. Yep. Thank you, sister. Leviticus twenty-three. It's it has it has a um, it has a uh, a past. Okay, I'm gonna get it over to Tony oh, yeah. here. So, okay. so sorry, so we're, we're we're trying to walk in the dark here. So uh, we have flashlights going on. So uh, <laughs> so they the they're, they're going on. So Rose and. Uh, Princess Rose and Audrey were at Passover. Um, so Passover and um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Passover and Pentecost and uh, uh, Feast of Unleavened Bread and also the uh, Feast of Tabernacles. These are all feasts of the Lord that were commanded to keep in the book of Leviticus, uh, chapter 23. If you read through it, 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 it doesn't apply to just the Jews. It applies to all mankind. It says, if you keep these these feasts and you keep these statutes, that He blesses us. He blesses us abundantly. Adam, I want to share with you really just really quick, just remarkable story. I was driving at the Walmart the other day. Yesterday, I had to go to Walmart to pick up some stuff, and I made a turn to go into the Walmart parking lot, and three items fell off the back of my trailer. And I have a ratchet strap back there, so I pulled over really quick and I got out to see why and what was going on why these things fall, fell off. There was no obvious reason why they fell. It, it was as if somebody had pushed them out because the ratchet strap had not been moved. It was still in place. It, it had not fallen until that moment in time. And when I got out, 
I pulled over in, in the middle of the traffic lane so I could pick it up before it, it, was, it was obstructing traffic. I got out, just grabbed the items and put them back on the trailer quick. I no sooner put the stuff on the trailer and turned around, there was this woman standing there. This woman had been uh, pulled over and jumped out of her car, okay? And she came over and she was trying to sell me some gold jewelry, okay? And the story, Adam, this is something that comes straight from the father because the father knows the things that are going on in this world right now are beyond our own understanding. And so you've heard people say that the currency, the, the money, the system, all this is going to go in the, in, down, down right through the tubes or whatever. So this lady, she's trying to sell me some gold. She says she's from Saudi Arabia. She says she's from United Arab Emirates. Right she's at the side of the highway? Right on the side of the road, Adam. <laughs> right on the side of the road. She says, please for me, sir, buy, buy my gold. Please for me, buy my gold. She says, this ring, 700. 700. She said, this ring, 700. Please for me, buy my gold. My family, we lost wallet. We need to go to California. And she showed me the ring. And I looked at it. Immediately I said, my goodness, this is a real gold ring. 18 karat gold ring. So I said, uh, I said, ma'am, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I said, I, she said, please, sir, I have children. Must need to go to California. I said, I, I said I'll do the best I can. She said, she said my family, we, we are millionaires. We, money is no problem. We are millionaires, my family. We, we, we'll take care of you. We're, we're no problem. We'll take good care of you. I said, ma'am, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll we're right on the side of the road. So I said, ma'am, let's pull up off into the parking lot and we'll talk. I pulled over up further into the parking lot, Adam, and her husband come around the car. Very strapping, handsome, young Arab man. Mm -hmm. He's wearing these he's wearing these golden uh, rim glasses. <laughs> he says, he says, uh, please, sir. I lost my wallet, and we're going to California. We, we, we must need sell gold. He says, I need, I need must sell gold, go to California. And Adam, I had, I had a very similar situation happen to me one time when I was traveling from Texas to Missouri. And I had no cash, and I had to get to where I was going. And I sold a $3,000 Honda generator for 40 bucks. And so I was able to identify with that story <laughs> yeah. in my life. Right. I, I I needed I needed cash, and so I, the guy said I said I said listen just give me forty bucks for the thing if you don't have the money just get whatever you got I need gas money so I can get on the road, mm -hmm. and so I was able to identify very clearly with what was happening with these people, and so I immediately said you know what I'm going to help these people out. Adam, I bought every piece of gold they had until I run out of money. I had a hundred dollars left in my wallet. And she just kept pulling gold out. She just kept pulling gold out. Of it. She just kept pulling. I said, wait a minute. Why do these people have so much gold? The, the, the husband comes over and he shows me a picture on his phone. He says, please, sir, look, this is my family. And he showed me. He he has a company out of Dubai that, that brings cars over, like Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Rolls Royce and as a car shipping company that ships cars <laughs> that's awesome. from Dubai. Well, that's and where they have guy, they have lots of uh, cars in uh, the Middle East that are abandoned in uh, really high end cars. You've seen the videos about that, Tony. Go ahead. I've heard about that, right? Because because Islam like, Islam doesn't allow 
the uh, bankruptcy and they or that or they don't have bankruptcy allowable under the law so people get out turned upside down on their cars so they just <laughs> abandon the high-end ferraris in the uh, wow. in the junkyards and then they leave they leave the country because they can't they can't get their uh, bankruptcy declare bankruptcy or it, it's not allowed under the system that wow. they have so that makes sense a good business model ship those to america <laughs> get them. right Pennies on the dollar. Well, listen, the guy showed me photographs of him with like thousands, maybe millions of dollars sitting on the desk. You know, like it was him standing next to these large sums of money. I said, listen, that that doesn't whenever you're whenever you're in the presence of that kind of money and you take a picture of it, you don't do it because, you know, you just because you know, it doesn't happen every day, first of all. Like, well, look at all this money and just take a picture, you know. And, and so, um, I was able to identify with the fact that when when people come into that kind of money, uh, they do take pictures of it. And I'm like, well, hey, this guy, this guy probably really did take his picture. And he showed me pictures of his dad back in Saudi Arabia. And so I said, you know, and then I know. Oh, here's the thing that was the clincher for me, Adam. <clears throat> the guy said he took his index finger. Okay, now I want you to visualize this. He took his index finger and he, and he tapped it on his left cheek. I guess like he was tapped, like pointing at his cheek. He says, I'm sorry, sir. I know disrespect. I know disrespect. And so he was tapping his finger on his face. And this must be some kind of hand gesture that they do in his country that to, 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 to let you know, listen, I, I'm not, I'm not fooling around here. I'm, I'm talking to you face to face. And he was pointing to his finger and to his face. And so I've never encountered that before in my life. And I, I was, I was really moved by it. I was like, this guy's telling me the truth. So I, like I said, I bought all I bought all the gold the guy had, and when I got back here, <clears throat> I could have bought more, um, but I didn't want to spend any more money. Was that on, on the way, that was on the way down there? This is since I've been here. So the storm, the wow. storms, the tornadoes came out. I mean, there's been so many miracles here at this feast. Okay, we all these people. There's over six hundred plus people here gathered in the name of Yahuwah, God the Father. Okay. We, we call God Yahuwah, and we call the Son Yahusha, which is also Yeshua, or you want to call him Jesus, you call him whatever you want, because he knows your heart. He knows your heart. Mm -hmm. But we are all commanded. We're all commanded to keep the feast. You can say that we're not commanded, that is um, permissive or not permissive. That's not what the Word says. The Word says, for all generations forever, and so forever is forever. It's not negotiable. Forever is not a negotiable word. It is what it is. There's no, um, there's no deviating from what the meaning of the word is. So, so we've, yeah, we've talked about that in the past about the forever, and right, uh, right. and the forever. Well, uh, the, another way of, of looking at it is what we've talked about is that the like second grade is for second graders forever, or third grade is for third graders forever. You see, or. Or that God, but at that point, but, and, and at Jesus, that point, and when Jesus came, they 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 rejected Jesus because that we have Moses forever, you see. And uh, right, so but I'm not saying, but, but but we're not saying though that what the pathway of observing these feasts, etc., will not draw. I cannot draw people closer to the Lord and reject the worldliness, the uh, entire hearts to our forefathers, to the covenants of old. Not at all. I'm thinking I, I might even come down there tomorrow <laughs> and, and spend some t time with you guys over there. But this, but this, this right here, 
miracles that happen before your eyes. Listen, yeah. the, the lead guy, the lead guy who runs this place, his name's Adam Fink. He, he runs Parable the Vineyard. Uh, this evening, he announced that he he put his glasses on, he couldn't see, so he took them off, and he was seeing perfect. He's now no longer just out of the blue. He, he doesn't need glasses anymore. Just just randomly happened last night. Um, when when just last evening there was massive tornadoes and all kinds of massive storms even before last week so and this whole area was designated to be hit hardcore we were the, the epicenter of the storms and when the sky when everybody was out here they were sounding the shofars which is a, a trumpet it's a horn it's a ram's horn and when you blow through it it, it makes a, a trumpet sound this is how they announced uh, the father. This is how they announced the feast back in the day. This is how we still announce it today. This is history. So, this is history alive. Faith orientation history alive, right here. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, this is this is the history of Israel, and of which I am. I am Israel because I'm uh-huh. adopted and grafted into the the family of God. Uh-huh. Uh, the the, that, the the Hebrew word for the family of God is mishpachah. That's, who, that's what I'm part of. I'm part of the Mishpachah, the family of God. And as I'm here enjoying the feast, I'm meeting people who would do anything uh, for anybody uh, within the family that, that, they, that loves Yahuwah. And so it's really an awesome experience. Um, it really is. Uh, I'm grateful to be There's here. There's 600 people. But, You're down there with 600 people in the rolling boot hills. Is it? You said it was like 200 acres down there? Yes. Wow. Yes. Is it like a forest, plains, or what, what? what's the po- topography? So the topography, we got a, there's a lake and a river. I think it's right off the Niangua. Niangua River. I went, but I went, I've been down there before. I've been uh, river river rafting down there. Little wow. Niangua. That's awesome. It's yeah. a beautiful well, country. It, it's absolutely gorgeous over here. Um, I'm going to come like down I there. Said, I had to stay down here. I, I I've been I've been doing work here, property therapy work, and uh, and then doing some um, receiving some supplies and donations to American Heritage Center. So I'm glad. I think that's why God wanted me up here. Um, and I think I want to go down there and and open up that second tent and see if we have the other drash tent components in order to to put put two and two together. And, uh, but we'll get everything going down there. So for those that are tuning in, this is the drash tent that the American Heritage Center uh, acquired. And a drash tent is a massive tent, for, like 35 foot by 35 foot um, and for over 400 square feet. It's a big revival tent. And it's the kind of tent that we, we go out and uh, help, are going to be helping uh, promote revivals, faith orientation revivals in this country. It's a beautiful thing. Our legacy of of uh, faith in the United States, it's really tremendous, isn't it, Tony? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, uh, the United States is, is um, uh, was and is the uh, most powerful nation in all of the world, and and it is it is the epicenter of where things are taking place right now. Um, you know, don't 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 be fooled. And, you know, um, I just want I just want to give a shout out to everybody in the world. I want to say, let's go, Brandon. And so, you know, ultimately, it all boils down to, you know, who, who it is that you stand behind. And I stand behind the Most High. When, when you do the things the Father says that are in the book, He blesses you abundantly. Listen, I'm not kidding you when I tell you 
I, I bought over just one necklace. The necklace that I bought from the guy, he told me, he says, my, my friend, he says, this necklace, $5,000. You're going to be very rich today. You're going to be very rich today. Just one of the necklaces I bought, Adam, was, was what he said was $5,000. So listen, I, I had uh, one of my brothers here, never met him till before I got here. I give him one of the gold pieces. I said, mm. he, was going, he was going to town. I said, take us into town. Get it tested by a pawn shop dealer to make sure that it's authentic gold. Well, I don't trust pawn shop dealers because they're crooks. So I had, him pay, I, had, I had him take it to a jeweler. Yeah, there you go. So he, he, he took it to a jeweler, and the jeweler said, this is authentic gold, 18 karat gold. Really? The jeweler did? Yep. Wow. Yes. Yes. So um, I was not ripped off by the uh, family in need. So that was a wonderful blessing. And, wow, in, and in, hind, in hindsight, hindsight, I wish I'd given him my last hundred dollars so I could bless him and help him. And, and in turn, he was trying to bless me with all of his gold. Tony, so this is was, like appointment from the guardian angel of heaven. Like they pull that stuff off your trailer to get you to pull over. That's incredible. That's exactly what it was. That's that is incredible, to Tony. This, this is wonderful. Oh, wow. So listen. The, the, the ratchet strap was still intact. Tony? The stuff was, was pushed off. Something pushed it off. I heard it hit the ground. I oh. looked in the rear mirror and I said, my goodness, how did that stuff fall out? I know that there's no possible way that stuff could have fallen T off. Tony, we, we're going to reenact that experience here on the stage at the American Heritage Center. In these, all, We're staging and uh, we're going to keep staging uh, faith orientation experiences. I'm also reenacting... Uh, Thomas Jefferson, I'm going to be doing History Alive and uh, reaching out to the, especially the Latinos and, and teaching them about our American heritage so they can help us preserve and, and learn about who our founders were. They're incredible people. And these, these stories, these faith orientation stories, this isn't, this is too, too amazing. And uh, that's the way, and we'll reenact this stuff. We need to do this. We will on the stage so, at the Heritage Center. And, uh, so and let Adam, me tell you. Ultimately, this this all boils down to following and keeping Torah. And Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. When you walk in, when you walk in Torah, so listen, following Torah. So when, the, when you read in the Bible, it says that the that we're not supposed to do the law and all that other stuff. The, the the law is described incorrectly. It should say teaching instead of law. The teaching of the Father. The first five books of the Torah are teachings of the Father that are called the law. And so we've been lied to. We've been absolutely lied to about Christianity and all the things that they teach in these churches. Tony, welcome to my world. <laughs> That's the world of the the rest. The restoration of the gospel says the exact same th same thing that the historically mainstream Christianity got out of focus, and it needed a restoration in our generation. And uh, this might be part of it. And uh, you well, know what? Adam, you, I what you to know that your faith also follows and is aware. I know that, um, like with uh, Doctor Foley, he, he he follows the uh, the different uh, tribes. As a matter of fact, everybody over here at the camp is separating 12 different tribes. That's awesome. Uh, after, after the biblical tribes of the Bible, I personally am in the tribe of Yehuda, which is uh, the tribe of Judah. And so uh, that's where I'm at. I'm in the tribe of Judah because I, that's who I am. It's I, a I, powerful I, thing. And that's our, hi our history here in America goes back a lot further than people, our faith uh, history in America goes back further than they even taught. 
And uh, we're, we're getting a group here at the Heritage Center called the Heartland Group that's going to start meeting here at the Heritage Center. And they're uh, powerfully devoted to the diffusionist thesis of the spread of the House of Israel all over the world before Columbus. And there's lots right. of evidence here of the uh, Israelite presence, pre-Columbian Israelite presence here in the United States. And, uh, and we, we say this, uh, we, we talked about this at the barbecue, is that they want to do this critical race theory and say, oh, we need to reteach the way that history happened. Oh, really? Do you want to open that door? All right. Let's really get to where the history was. And let's really see how closely we're tied to the house of Israel. Okay? Well, I, and recently, so, I recently saw a video on TikTok where they talk about how the, the, this erasing of the history all ties back to Antifa. This Antifa goes way back to way early history. Uh, I, I, this, I wasn't aware of this. This is something new to me, but, uh, I mean, it makes sense. You know, if we go and erase this cancel culture people, this is what they've been doing. They just, if they don't like something, they cancel it. Now. Yeah, this, it. this is something you know? um, that, that has been percolating in the leftist um uh, education system for decades. I remember when I, I, I attended uh, in inner city high school, I graduated from Paseo Academy t 20 years or so ago, and there was a book called Rereading America, and it was just completely off the wall, just like acidic. And I remember reading, I was like, oh my word. Then this, so this, this critical race theory has been percolating and has come to a head right now. And, but this is what we're, we're doing at the Heritage Center. We're going to start having property therapy court sessions where people can submit uh, their uh, briefs, pro and con, based on the various issues, the controversial issues of their day, like on global warming or homosexuality or uh, critical race theory or uh, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But, and so there's just lots of stuff. And, um, that, that, and we're moving forward here at the American Heritage Center, and uh, we're talking here with Tony Richardson, one of our, our faith orientation correspondents who's live. He's uh, calling in live from the Boot Hills of Missouri at a revival conference, a Torah for a Sukkot which is the uh, one of the festivals that uh, was practiced by the House of Israel, which is he's living a history of life, faith orientation experience. But I wanted to also share with something that came to my mind, Tony, an experience that, that uh, my dad had, what you had a similar experience of a timing when you dropped over a car or pulled over to the side of the road and you met somebody and the timing was beautiful. That's FTS. My dad had, had an ex a similar experience. He was... Uh, uh, it prompted not to. F we were traveling. He was prompted not to fill up his gas and to just keep driving. Here he, he, he was going to pull over. He said, "No, he rebuked. Don't do it." He wasn't FTS. So he uh, he ran out of gas, and then and and then while he was driving, he was thinking, "Okay, oh, there must be somebody that God wants me to meet right now." And so he, he got out and with his gas tank, was walking down the road and was sticking his thumb out to get a ride to the gas station. And he was rebuked. God prompted him, no, don't solicit a ride. And so, so he just started walking with his gas tank. And there was, he thought there must be then somebody specific that God wants me to meet 
right now. <laughs> and so he was, and then this, this, this car pulls over, like you had this car pull over, and the, he, he comes in, they invite him in, and then they take him off to the gas station. And, and while they're in the car, they're listening to the same radio station. It was a faith, it was a Christian broadcast uh, a message. And he said, hey, yeah, I was listening to the same thing. So they started talking about God and faith and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and, he, and they said to my dad, they said, they said, we can feel the Holy Ghost in your words. You must be born again. And my dad said, yes, I am. I'm Mormon. And, and, and they, when, when they said that their, mo- their mouths just dropped blah, in shock. <laughs> and my dad said, yeah, and my dad, my, my dad and they, they, their heads were wagging, and, 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 they, they, my, and they said, I guess you're wondering why we reacted this way. And they said, because we were meet, meeting with the Mormon missionaries, and we felt really good about what they were saying, and we were meeting with them week after week. And then one day, we, when they came by, they, we asked them, are you guys born again? And they just mocked me. They mocked us. They were just like, what is that? No, 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 no. And we asked them, please don't come back. And, uh, and so, my, uh, so they took him in and, and they took him to go get the gas. And they gave, they said, we were prompted to pay you my, our tithing. <laughs> God says that you're his servant and that we should pay our tithing to you. So that's how we got we got across the country with the money from wow. the tithing money, and and so it, my dad my, my yeah I know this is FTS and my dad was sharing this experience in the in the Mormon church and uh, and he said he said the, about this he said and these men these this couple they were better Mormons than these missionaries <laughs> and, and then and the bishop the bishop just said get he kicked my dad he said get. He didn't want my dad talking anymore in the church. And he remember, and we just left, we just he walked down the state, left the the room, and my, our whole family just stood up and just walked out of the room in front of hundreds of people in the room in the testimony room. Can you imagine that? You're sharing your sincere testimony, and then then one of the pastors kicks you in the shoe and says, "Kicks you because they don't like what you're saying when you're bearing your testimony." Can you imagine that? It's like Alice in Wonderland. So anyway, so this reminds me, I mean, it's, you see the same uh, testimonies that goes on and on, and the, but these kind of experiences that my father had and I've had that you've had, we're going to re- reenact these and make use, like YouTube videos, we'll make TikTok videos, clips of these experiences to reenact them, to share the faith orientation, and we want to light the like the, the the power of God in this culture in our society because this you know this helps us recapture our future. You know, I tell you, Adam, right now there the Word of God says in the end days that people will be drawn to Torah, they'll be drawn to the truth. Uh, the Word says that that God is the Word and the Word is God. Well, when that was written, the only the only word that existed was the Torah. So that is to say that if you don't know the Torah, you don't know Yahushua, you don't know the you don't know Jesus Christ. Because the Torah is Jesus Christ. That is the word, the living word, made flesh. And so this is this is what we've been lied to about, okay? We're we're told that we don't need the left side of the Bible. We only need the right side of the Bible. (laughs) And so the whole left side of the Bible. I've never read by, a book by, and it just says, no, for, for just those what, reading at the end and you'll be okay." No, right. Books, that's not how you write a exactly, book. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. What What he's saying by the left side and the right side, me, he's meaning the Old Testament and the uh, New Testament, the right side. 
So right, there's, but, there's two there's two pages in the so, Bible that don't belong. Right, it's so the you one in front of Genesis that says the Old Testament, and the one in front of of, of my uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the New Testament is uh, Matthew. So the one the page in front of Matthew it says the old the New Testament. Those two pages don't belong. They, they're they're not supposed to be there. They were put there by man. Period. So, so okay, so but the Old Testament teaches us respect for God and then the the New Testament love for God and but before no, no, you can no, no, love no. The old, the old Testament hold, hold on let me finish the left yeah which is and, teaches and respect to show God 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 shows bears his mighty arm shows how the powerful and uh fierce he can be in the Old Testament and the uh the, the creation and the establishing of the state of Israel, and then the right, New Testament. It says that, that God is the same today, yesterday, and every day. Yes, he doesn't change. He does. He, yeah, he doesn't change in his goals for humanity. He wants us to become the best that we can be, become like him one or day. His he doesn't change. He doesn't character. change his, his character. Uh-uh. But he he changes though in his pedagogy and how he. Uh, interacts in his methods and how he brings out in humanity, but his ultimate essence I, I of who he is. Change. I, would, I would think it'd be better said to say he's not limited. He's no, definitely not. He's not limited. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it, but he 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 changes like like he told the children of Israel, go and get possess the land. But then they they didn't, and then he says, I want to destroy you. And me and Moses interceded. Remember that. And then so he instead right. of that, he marched them around for forty years. Here. I've got to go. This is a little bit longer than I intended. Right, right, right. Phone, so. so this is beautiful. Okay. But yeah, so I'm closing. The, the thought was I was saying is that God is the Old Testament helps teach the respect for God, and then the New Testament, the love for God, that when Jesus taught the parables and the Beatitudes, etc. Uh, but it's great, been so, great having you with us. Jesus says, he says, do not think, he says, don't even think that I've come to do away with the, To destroy the, the law, Testament. right. He says, I've not come to destroy the law. He says, don't even think it. So if you think that, I, that he's come to change it or destroy it, <laughs> You're not even supposed to think that. No, he says. He said. He said. I don't come. Think. Don't think that I've come to destroy the law, but I've come to fulfill the law. That's so right. the question. The question is. Yeah. That, exactly. So that that means. Exactly. So what that means is fulfill. What what exactly does that mean? Is it fulfilled to full, or does it mean you know to some degrees? Is it the moral law, or is it the ceremonial law that's fulfilled, or is it the atonement law fulfilled, et cetera, et cetera? But anyway, that that but that's a that's a issue of of uh, interpretation, and there's so many different denominations out there. But it's a beautiful thing in uh, talking to you and sharing uh, your uh, vibrancy of your testimony. And uh, God bless you. Well, I'll come down God there, and we'll see you, you tomorrow. Adam, and I'll, I'll love to see you. And I'll bring my violin, and I'll play some some uh, some uh, Israelite songs for you tomorrow. Nice. So you have okay, a good God night. Bless you, John. Huh? Yep. Take, See you, Tony. All okay. right, y'all take it easy. Okay. Yeah, have a good one. All right, bye, Tony. Property therapy forever. Property therapy forever. So that Tony Richardson. So that's a beautiful thing that the God uh, t teaches us the old the um, respect for Him. You know, there's there's some mighty and ain't you know some really austere things in the Old Testament, isn't there, John? Yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, some austere things and God opening up the, the ground and swallowing up thousands of Israelites mm -hmm. <laughs> being upset with him 
and uh, and you see other other kind of things, and that's one of the things. But th- but that sets the foundation for love. Is that you have to have respect uh, when you lo- have a foundation of love. It has to be based on the foundation of respect, right? Mm, yeah. And that's often sometimes in when in relationships. Sometimes you can go through some rocky patches, but then you learn. You kind of learn what the boundaries of of respect boundaries are, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that. And then once that plays out, once you have that kind of respect of like, well, okay, where's the territories, the boundaries of the territories, where they lie, et cetera. And then, uh, then it gives way to the foundation of love after that, mm-hmm. you know? So, but this is, otherwise you just walk all over people, right? You just walk <laughs> all over God. <laughs> yeah, it can't be all one way. <laughs> so, but that's what God is alpha and omega, Beginning and the end, but that's that. But that was something though that what has been prob- the one of the crit the some of the critics of the of the Bible though they they talk how can you adhere to the God of a genis- genocidal God in the in the Old Testament and um, but that's what we see we put it in the context of understanding the respect what the respect mm-hmm. is I mean and sometimes and, and you think think about it if you're if you're the God of the ant farm. And you're resetting your ant farm, <laughs> or if you're re- on different computer games, when you're if you're if things aren't going right, you reset the computer game. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> and if the if the goal of humanity, the goal the goal of this existence is for you to grow in wisdom, and grow in uh, yeah in wisdom in your life, and 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 that's just stupidity keeps on occurring. <laughs> You know, it says he's jealous. So his if his ants aren't doing or or, or, or going awry, or if they're escaping the ant farm, <laughs> yeah, turn the chessboard over and reset the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is uh, the faith orientation has been an important part of America, and this show has just been about like building the morale of the property therapist today, and because uh, I've been having some uh, just really struggling with uh, dealing with a. Uh, bathroom installation or it was a, a leaky leaky plumbing issue that I've addressed five or six times <laughs> and for whatever reason it keeps getting kicked or, or knocked or bumped and it opens up opens up opens up and it keeps leaking and leaking and, I, and it's just like the morale of us like ugh. There's, that's one thing, John, that when as in property therapy, you don't want to have to keep doing the same mm. blasted thing, you know? You need to learn something that you might have not done as well the previous time so you could do it better better the next time. So, but this, but but that's that affects your morale though. If it's yeah. the same job that you came to yeah, do the just, same job, you know, because yeah. you want to move, you want to be like a skipping stone, just keep on going on, you know. Not have to revisit the same problem, right? But in this this particular problem, it was that it was a too small bathroom, and uh, it was maneuvering around, and the people kept on jostling and bumping the plumbing, etc. And um, anyway, so I needed some violin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this, but this builds your morale though, and uh, so the morale, and then talking with Tony. With the faith, build your morale. So this has been the show of the morale of the property therapist. See the new tent being put to good use? Right. So the drash tent, they've ex- uh, assemble, assembling it and putting it. Um, there's some we, – we, we got the tent 
uh, at auction, and there's it looks like some of the components need to be worked on, but need property therapy. But hey, that's no problem. We'll get it going. So, but this is the property therapy show. That's all we have time for this week. It's been great playing some violin with you for you and uh, having Tony Richardson Calling with live us from his event. Yes, property therapy forever. See you guys next week. Property therapy court adjourned. Thank you.